Welcome back, guys, to Whiskey Biz Podcast. Um, this week, we have a little change in scenery. Well, not scenery because you can't see us, but uh, voices. Uh, Devo and Chris are out of uh, town. Actually, Chris is in Vegas and Devo's at a party and couldn't make it today to record, and we have to release this episode. Um, so, Charles yeah. made a comeback. Yeah. He's, he's tagging in. Yeah. So... Um, it'll be myself and Charles this episode. Devo and Chris did give us their reviews, so we do have those for the review. Um, yeah, so I think that's it. Now, don't forget, we can be offensive and uh, cuss a little bit, so and just be aware. Yeah, slightly inappropriate, I guess. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah definitely. But I don't know if we, we, would, we will as much as usually with Devo being on, because I feel like um, we pick on Devo kind of. We do. I think, I don't know. We we can get down a bad path very quickly, and you know all it takes is one sentence, and I'm you know I'm there. Yeah. So, um, so this week we are tasting a new bourbon. Now, if you guys do follow us on TikTok, you'll notice this name because we asked you guys to vote on it, and Old Forester was Old Forester 100 Rye was voted top, or it was a tie with this one, and this is Balcones Texas Pot Still Bourbon, um. It is 92 proof. It is the original Texas whiskey. So kind of interesting. It has a cool bottle. Um, cool picture on the, the label that they use. Has a little uh, Balcones like fake wax look to it. Um, and then it has the topper. Is, it says Texas with a star on the top. I don't know if you it's saw that. Texas star, yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of like a nice fake cork. It's probably one of like the best fake corks that I've seen. It may not, it may not be fake. Who knows? But do you still like fake corks? Like you would prefer even if it's fake just to put a cork in it? Yeah, or? I don't I don't like twist tops. Yeah, okay. Um, But, you know, I did. I, I rated Old Forester 100 Rye and Old Forester 100 Proof pretty highly, and those are both twist tops. Okay. But um, so this was barreled on October twentieth in two thousand twenty. Oh wow! It's uh, distilled and bottled by Balcones Distilling in Waco, Texas. Jared Himstead is the head distiller, and uh, yeah, so a little more that they wrote. They actually put more on their bottle than most do. Uh, they say big flavors have always been the cornerstone of our prized Texas whiskeys, and Texas pot still straight bourbon is no exception. Made grain to glass using traditional pot distillation ensures a rich and viscous spirit that stands up to aging in new charred oak without losing its essence. I think I ate a really big lunch, and I'm like having a hard time breathing. <laughs> it's kind of weird. <laughs> um, so each dram is full of character and body married with an aromatic entry and soft finish for an approachable yet memorable bourbon experience. So I'm kind of interested to try this because we have heard a lot of people really enjoy Balcones. And if you aren't sure, you can see a picture of it on our website because we made the mistake originally calling it Balcones, but wow. someone quickly corrected us. Oh. So um, it's Balcones. Balcones, so, okay. Yes. So if you go into a liquor store, don't ask for Balcones. Because they might look at you weird, especially if you're in Texas. But you should know better if you're in Texas. So Yeah. But with that being said, uh, Charles, since you're back, I think you have to do the honors of popping the bottle. All right. It's kind of a wide tip. Yeah. I, I don't uh, Yeah. 
so it might not sound as good oh yeah pop yeah that's that's what you heard um so he's gonna go ahead and pour for us yeah it's an interesting bottle looks good it oh i forgot to say it's 29.99 is what we found it for at total total wine wait no i actually picked it up at bevmo but they do have it at total wine pretty much everywhere i've seen it it's about 30 bucks so not a bad price point um interesting to try it is um kind of like a dark it's almost like a dark honey look it's not i don't even know if i'd call it dark amber it looks kind of honeyish. maybe that'll come through in the flavor uh, charles you're making kind of a weird face is that does it smell well, different i was i don't know it's been a while since i've Ooh, it does smell a little different what you okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> you kinda... smell just shocked me <laughs> it is a different scent I don't know what the scent really is. No, I don't. I can't pick it up. I'm getting like honey and cherry, or like a dried fruit. I can sense. I could smell that. Is there any like? I'm wondering if there's any anise like possibility in it. There probably is. I don't know. I'm not getting a whole lot of spice. Yeah, I get the anise from you. It, it but it's not super spicy. To go back to your dry f- fruit, I'm thinking cherry oak. Well, it has to be American oak. Oh, fuck. It has to be American oak. So so cherry oak is not American oak? I don't know. Isn't cherry wood different? I don't know. Is I don't cherry know. an oak? I, I don't know. Now you just said something that may make us sound really stupid. I don't think cherry is oak. <laughs> no, I mean like... Cherry yeah, wood is what you're thinking? Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Um, Yeah. <laughs> he just brought me like I'm I'm speechless. And this is rare. <laughs> Go Charles. <laughs> That's a win. Um yeah, it's very it's very sweet. Go ahead and give it take that taste. Let's see what I want to see your face on this one. It's been a while. You're scaring me. Now uh so since Devo and Chris gave us their reviews, they I kinda know what their thoughts are about it, so I am kind of skewed on this. Uh, Charles is making some weird faces. <laughs> I don't think he's liking it. Let's see. Let's let him talk about it because I'm waiting for him to finish his thought <laughs> before I take my sip. And uh, <laughs> I'm just going to say, wow. Um, oh, my gosh. How long was this? It wasn't even aged that long. It's a Oh, good call. Uh, it's aged a minimum of two years. It's different. Do you get almost like a coppery flavor out of it? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like coppery. I'm getting honey. You know what it kind of tastes like? It kind of tastes like there's a little bit of, like, there's a wine flavor lingering. A wine flavor? Wine. Wine mixed with, like, anise and, uh, so maybe, like, that dry fruit. Or maybe raisin. Mm, yeah. And honey. Yeah. Do you think they just put too much honey or i don't know um i'm going back to my like the more and more we taste now i'm not saying the only good whiskey uh, bourbon comes from kentucky but the more bourbons i have outside of kentucky the more i think that kentucky does have the best bourbons Mm -hmm. i mean I, i i'm not trying to be biased but i don't think you're a big fan of this no this is actually the first time i've actually like i'm struggling right now to like on the taste yeah on the taste it's so much different yeah i'm getting a little bit of coppery in there 
there is an, a decent amount of ethanol f- in in the flavoring. I'm trying to pick up what the the aftertaste is. Just like I swear, it tastes like raisin to me. Okay, that's what I'm getting. But, um, yeah, it's just different. It doesn't. So when you think of bourbon, this is not what you think of. Yeah, no. It's it, but it's good. It's good. All right, it's not like it's not terrible. It's not hard to drink. It just makes you think. I I don't know. It makes you think about like what the hell's in there. Why are these flavors hitting me like they are? I don't get it. And that's why I think raisin, because if you have raisins, Mm -hmm. right, you kind of get this lingering flavor Mm -hmm. or really any dry fruit. And then if you think honey, honey is also a flavor that tends to linger. And those seem to be sitting through into the finish. What about hazelnut? Could be. Honestly, my hazelnut is not my... Yeah. I'm kind of getting like a kind of a coffee. Like a nutty? Yeah, coffee. Okay. Yeah. I... Yeah, I'm just, I'm just guessing here. I don't, I'm trying to pick up that aftertaste. It's always like at first when it goes, when you're tasting it, it just kind of hits you. But then like the aftertaste is when you get most of the flavors. Yeah, I agree. What is your, what's your thought on like the drinkability of it? Um, on a scale of like one to five or like, is it an easy sipper for you or is it a little harsh? It's a little harsh because I think it just, it's so strong at the beginning, but it's just, it's the aftertaste that kind of you get the flavors. I yeah. just think for me, this would this would be a difficult drinker for me. Okay. Yeah. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I can't, <laughs> it could be a good thing. Or it could be a bad thing. I would say for me to save money, it probably would be a good thing. Right. Like I don't think I, I don't think it's bad. I'm getting kind of that coffee flavor now. Yeah. Like at the end, right? Like it lingers yeah. just. A few seconds. It was weird. Like I kind of like made a weird mouth movement, and then I got a coffee flavor. It's like, mm-hmm. What the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> I really don't get it. Um, yeah, I don't know. So just to go off of some quick notes, so I kind of I'm kind of summarizing what Devo and Chris both said. Mm-hmm. Chris and Devo both felt that it tasted kind of like a cough medicine type flavor. Like kind of medicine-y. I could see that. But is, that could just be that it was maybe needs to be aged a little bit more. Could be. I don't know. It might be. You know how like they tend to use like grape flavoring or cherry flavoring? Oh, yeah. It's like that shitty grape. And I'm not trying to say like the flavoring in this is shitty. But maybe that's why. And then you have the ethanol. And usually there's some mm-hmm. alcohol in. Like there's a very small amount of alcohol in those medicines that we drink yeah we we well that's why i guess you do drink that's why they try not uh you can't buy in bulk you have to be over 18 what for the cough medicine yeah you have to be over 18 to buy cough medicine no yeah 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 but like don't they like try to stop you from like buying like a like a ton of it or i'm thinking of breaking bad right now i don't know bro if you're uh if you're getting drunk on you know oh that's because it makes it can make drugs right yeah yeah. can it make meth yeah something like that like if you break it down, you could make meth. Yeah, yeah, meth. that's that. You are correct on that, but so I think that's why, like, if they notice that you're buying too much of it, that's when they put you on like a a list. A list. They need to stop listing us on things. <laughs> that's well, a whole other conversation. Um, yeah, no, I get it. it yeah. Um. Yeah, I would definitely go to 
you know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of uh, Bradshaw a little bit. Really? Really. I think if you give this a little bit more time, like if you just okay. sip it and you, you know, because you know, like at first when you take a sip and it just, your first sip is always the harshest. Slaps you in the face. Yes. Like Devo likes. So maybe he, uh, we'll find out what his rating was so you guys can see. Yeah. So I would think over time, like it, this might be good. This one intrigues me, I think, because the flavoring is so much different from a bourbon. In what way? It's just the flavors, like, I'm getting, like, very strong honey. I'm getting very strong f- dried fruit flavor. Mm-hmm. And then, like you said, that coffee flavor, yes, they will use coffee in some as, like, the finish to kind of me- mellow out the finish. It does have a decent finish. Yeah. It's kind of a weird finish, though. Yeah. Like, it's kind of like I just drank a light roast from, like, or maybe, like, a medium roast coffee from Starbucks, and then I drank some whiskey, and this, the coffee flavoring is still yeah. just sitting in my mouth. So, I'm wondering if they just didn't balance it out with enough anise. I don't know. Maybe they just used too much honey. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. Maybe this is exactly what they're looking for. Um, I think when I looked it up, this has about 3.7 stars on, like, Total Wine, other sites, so I don't know. Maybe maybe it's what they're going for. Well, it says a uh, Texas pot still straight bourbon. Now, is it just? I'm wondering if that's what's giving the copper taste to it too. That could be. So that maybe that's what they're just they're just going with a unique way to make bourbon. Yeah. Well, I mean, you also some other well known. Well, one of the best well known pot still uh, bourbons is Willet. The one that is in the shape of a pot still. Oh, okay. Have you seen that bottle? Yeah, it I think I've a seen a phallic. One. Yeah, yeah. Looks like a long dick. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that one. Yeah, see, it didn't take much for me to get inappropriate. <laughs> I didn't even have to try on that one. So if your kids are listening to this, be prepared for new words. Yeah. Phallic uh, and long dick. Yeah. Uh, I haven't tried that one. I'm wondering. You know, I haven't had it in a long time. That, does it taste like... I'm wondering if it would taste similar to this. No. It doesn't? No, I liked that. Not that I dislike this, no. but it was, it was a good bourbon. No, but then but it, it, was, it could be like aged differently too. So, or but I also, I also had that a long time ago, back when, you know, I drank probably more beer than bourbon. Oh, yeah. So, you know, bourbon was for when we were kicking back, mm-hmm. drinking a little bit here and there. That's but I even had it before I moved out of my parents' house. This was probably in like 20. 10 nope 2011 2012 because i had to be old no probably 24 shit i don't know i may have lived here i don't i'm i'm like my timeline i don't know if you guys feel this way but the more i drink and the older i get i'm gonna say it's just because i get older because if i say it's because of alcohol i should probably drink stop drinking so much alcohol but um it, i start to forget like it's hard to like place certain events in certain years unless it tied to a certain year does that make sense? Yeah, I think I do the same. Yeah, like, like you think like you went out to this restaurant. Yeah. It's like a fancy restaurant. It's memorable, but you can't remember like unless it was for your birthday or someone else's specific birthday. It's hard to like put a year on it. It could be 2014. It could be 2017. Who the fuck knows? Yeah. It, it could be also too. It depends on the memory itself. True. So like if it, if that memory was really important to you, then you probably would you'll probably remember the year. Yeah. The first time I had Willet was actually in uh, 
Los Angeles at Kohl's. Kohl's, C-O-L-E-S, not uh, not your uh, clothing. <laughs> like what? So this place, they have a speakeasy and a nice little bar. Okay. But they're also, their claim to fame is Philippe's. They, Philippe's claims they're the first ones to have the French dip okay. sandwich. Kohl's claims they're the first one to have the French dip sandwich. So you have a little battle there. But that's that's where I actually had it for the first time. Mm-hmm. And it was really, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, again, that was probably, that was definitely before I got really into bourbon, mm-hmm. but it was at a time when I still would drink bourbon. Like yeah. it was, it was my alcohol of choice, but it just wasn't, uh, that I was drinking more beer than I was. Yeah. That was like my craft beer phase. You just, you just haven't acquired the taste of bourbon at that point. Yeah. And I don't or think you're was, still kind of exploring kind of. I think it was that age in your life where you're more about like, hey, I'm going to just drink a shit ton. And if yeah. I did that to bourbon, I would break my bank or you I would just, get so trashed that it w- I would have been waking up on all sorts of people's floors. Or even worse, you'd be at the hospital, depending on how much you were drinking. Wow, Charles, you just brought that down a very dark path. So I'm just... You're, you're right, though. Yeah. If I... Well, and I'm not saying I drank that much. No, I'm like, not saying that you were. Yeah, but when you drink, like... It's a lot easier. You could sit there and drink a six-pack of Coors, and mm-hmm. you're fine. You drink, like, four glasses of bourbon, and you're like, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. You're going you're gonna to have a fun day in the next day. Hope to God you don't work the next day. Especially with our pours. Oh, did you do your swish? Mm-hmm. You swished that one around nicely. That wasn't as bad as... It- oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what are you getting, Charles? I'm getting that cough syrupy taste a little bit that Devo and Chris were talking about. But still more of the coffee. I'm wondering if they're, if they're confusing cough syrup with coffee. Could be. And I'm, I'm wondering getting, I'm I'm getting the honey. Uh-huh. Shit, now that you mentioned coffee, I don't I don't rem- yeah, I don't it's always I didn't towards the end. that before. Yeah. So it's like I'm getting the, like hazelnut coffee. I could definitely see that. Um yeah, I'm wondering now for this, Rob, if this would be like you were asking me how much of a like if it was an easy drinker. It's not like the more I drink it, it's actually not that bad. I think it was just at the beginning, it was just harsh. No, it's just it, like, yeah, and it's weird. It like throws you for a loop. Like you you taste it, and you're like, what the fuck's this? Yeah, and then you kind of like let it settle. And honestly, I had a similar feeling. Like I was really disappointed with uh, Bradshaw my first sip. Yeah, I, well, we were. All of us were at that point. We were just kind of, but then as we continued down the episode, it actually got better. So I'm just wondering, it's the same situation, I think, for this one. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I It kind of more so intrigues me than anything, but it's not something that I think I'd have on my shelf regularly. So, yeah, so that brings me to my other point. So would this be like more of a occasional or um, special event bourbon they would pick up like for maybe someone like for me i have family in texas so if they were coming out i would probably buy this just for them to enjoy something that was made in texas okay because i'm thinking in the same i'm thinking the same way of like you know people that will enjoy napa napa valley wine Mm -hmm. they may not like to make the wine or something yeah i could see that um I, I don't I don't know. I think if you bought them Kentucky wine or beer, bourbon. holy shit, <laughs> Kentucky bourbon. I don't think they'd be disappointed. 
No. No, yeah. I think I think you just find something good and you just go with it. Yeah. You know, and if someone likes it, great. If they don't, then I mean, they didn't pay for it. Yeah, that's true. Nothing's worse than like a you go to a party or something and someone has alcohol that you can have or drink at that party and then they bitch about it. Like go fuck yourself. Like you aren't if if you paid for it, like you were at a bar and you paid fifteen dollars yeah, yeah. for a drink of something and it was absolutely dog shit, be pissed. Yeah, yeah. Someone's giving you like allowing you to drink their alcohol. You could have brought your own alcohol. Don't mm-hmm. bitch at them. Yeah. Like you know, and I mean, it's different. Like you come over and we try a new bottle of whiskey and you're like, ah, I don't really like it. Well, I'm not going to be butt hurt because I wanted you to try it. Yeah. But when people complain like, oh, they didn't have any good alcohol. It's like, why the fuck didn't you bring something? Right. That's kind of my, my bitterness. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah. So the swish swish was different. I get where you're going with the coffee. I'm still getting a heavy honey. The honey's like lingering on my tongue. It's it's kind of an odd one though. I don't I don't know. I'm not like this is one of those that it, I'm not like hating it, but I'm also not loving it. It's kind of we're just in the middle. We're trying yeah. to figure it out. That's I think that's what it is. It's just interesting in the fact that like Bro, I almost finished a glass and I'm not even saying that I'm loving it. It's because I'm trying to find the freaking flavor and try yeah. and figure it out. Yeah. Which can that be that could be a good thing too. If they're just trying, well, I mean, I guess if you're trying to hide the flavors or it's just more. Yeah. I don't think they're trying to hide the flavors. I think it's just so much different than what our palate is used to that we're yeah. having a hard time, like, Cause it's different. grabbing it. Yeah. yeah. Devo did mention that he did get a little bit of apple. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's, it's different. It's not bad. And I'm not, I don't want to make it sound like. I really don't like this. You get Apple now? I kinda, or is it that coffee keeps kicking in on the you? The coffee keeps kicking in at the end. I'm trying to pick up on the honey, and I think when I... Are you a honey fan? Not really. I I don't really have that much... I haven't had that much honey in my life. Okay, so that's probably why. Yeah, so I would think I did get a hint of like sour apple just a little bit. Okay. But... I see that. I don't know if that's just my mind messing with me because you mentioned Apple and so I started looking for an Apple. Yeah. Yeah, I know, right? Like fucking Adam and Eve. Yeah. Don't eat the Apple. Uh I heard heard Apple. There's Apple. Um, Yeah, I... This is a tough one. Yeah. There's so many, like, we've had... Well, and you've been on the majority of our episodes. So you you know that they're like, we've had so many good ones and it was easy to go like, it's good. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, there's no question. And then we had a few bad ones. We haven't had that many bad ones on any of the episodes, but then you have a bad one, and you're like, that's bad. Like, it's just not good. I'm never going to have it on my shelf. Don't enjoy it at all. And this one kind of sits there in the middle. Like, it kind of holds your interest, but I'm not going to have another glass. Yeah. Yeah, I can see it because I'm still struggling. I feel like at this point in another episode, I would already be pouring Like a third drink? Oh my! Well, oh, second. Sorry. Hey, I'm just sorry, trying I'm to jump be... in the gun. Jump in the gun. <laughs> um, I'm still in the first. I'm not even like. I don't even think I'm like halfway. Yeah, I get done that. with it. I get that. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's very weird. Um, I it's it's kind of heavy. 
And I mean, bourbon is generally heavy mm-hmm. because it's very flavorful. Yeah. And I think what's throwing me off is the flavors that are really heavy in this are very strong flavors. Yeah. And they linger. They're lingering strong flavors. Yeah. Whereas like usually anise, it hits you hard and then it kind of mellows out. You still have a little bit on your palate, but it's not there for a long time. Mm-hmm. And these flavors are sitting. It has kind of a long finish. It, Yeah. Um, and I think that's maybe the reason why I'm not drinking it as quickly because I'm still tasting it. Yeah, and it's like it breaks down into different flavors for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So do you want to keep doing any more analysis on this or do you want to give ratings? Uh, I mean, we could jump into the ratings. Did uh, you have other thoughts on it? No, I just, I, you, I'm just thrown tr- off. I'm, I'm thrown. Yeah, this one like threw me off. Yeah. I'm trying to, fuck, I'm just trying to figure it out. It's just, it's interesting, but it's not. You aren't in love with it, but it, yeah, it's, it's, it's not, it's throwing you for a loop. Yeah. It's just, I'm, it's like, I'm puzzled. I don't know what to think. Um, it's like the, it's like Splash Mountain or Jurassic Park. It's kind of like not exciting, mm-hmm. but then all of a sudden it like does something and you, you, you fall off the cliff Yeah, and you go down the, the big drop and some people like it. Some people don't, the people that don't aren't ever going to do it again. And the people that do will go back. Yeah. I feel like I could see certain people liking this, especially if you like like flavored whiskeys, because it is kind of like a, it's almost comes across as like a flavored whiskey. I don't know though. It's 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 just throwing me for a loop. Oh, we don't go into our reviews yet. I talk about what uh Oh yeah, what are Balconies they... has to say. Yeah. I actually pulled it up too. So Balconies, thank you, Balconies, if you're listening. Um they actually give us a nice rundown. Uh-huh. So can you pour me a little more? Because I always like to double check afterward and I'm uh, uh kind of yeah. like the, with the apple thing. Yes. So here we go. On the nose. That's good. Thank you, sir. On the nose, we have honey crisp apples. Go Devo. Jeez. Toasted oak. Okay, I could see that. Maybe that's where you're getting a little bit of like the coffee, like a little smoky yeah, kind yeah. of flavor in there. Uh, kettle corn. Maybe maybe I'm mixing, uh, uh, maybe not. I just looked at the taste. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, kettle corn, graham cracker, and oiled glove. Oiled glove? Like baseball glove. Or uh or for certain people, maybe, Sounds you know, the glove bitch. don't fit. You, you must have quit. That's Not that sm- glove. That's what it smells like. At the oil beginning. glove? Yeah, the, when, you oil, when you oil your glove, like that, whatever oh, you put on it that's, yeah. what it, that's what it smells like. Does it? Yeah. I haven't oiled a glove in a long time because I used to get, like, they, my dad and brother were very anti-oiling a glove, and they said you need to break it in the right way because that's the oh, right like the way. the old to, school yeah. way? Yeah. Just keep throwing. You keep throwing. You keep beating the shit out of that glove. You... You know, you wrap a, you put in a couple baseballs into the glove and then you wrap it and mm-hmm. you, you tie a rope or you put a rubber band around it and then you go out the next day and you throw a bunch. Yeah. and because it forms to your hand or yeah, something like exactly. that. Yeah, exactly. Instead of like forcing it because the oil like kind of breaks down the glove a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So I get the oiled glove a little bit. I'm struggling with graham cracker. I mean, how sweet is a graham cracker? It's not that scentful. Toasted oak, I could see that. Yeah, toasted oak. Yeah, that's and I get the oiled glove. The apple, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's where you're getting the honey from. Just <clears throat> Maybe. Sweet, the sweetness. 
Uh, so taste, honey. <laughs> oh my gosh. Sweet cream, candied pecans, sandalwood, and leather. And Devo didn't like this one. <laughs> we know how Devo loves to <laughs> loves to lick leather. Devo is the local leather leather uh, champ here. So it had oak. Um, it had leather. Right. Dude, this like on paper is Devo's jam. Right here. Yeah. I know his rating. So I'm not gonna say anything else. So uh, did I say candy, uh, candy pecan, sandalwood, and leather? Yeah. So sandalwood, maybe that's where that like coffee type flavor. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Or the pecan, maybe. Yes. So the finish is soft and sweet, drying and tannic, tannic, T-A-N-N-I-C, fade with lingering spice. I'm not. Let me take another sip because lingering, I don't know if this is a lingering spice. I'm not. I'm not. It's the spice isn't lingering. It's like the honey slash leather maybe. Yeah. Um. I haven't licked a glove glove recently, but um, it could be that I don't know. Charles is deep in thought. What do you think? I mean, if there's spice in it, there's not enough of it. I mean, it's it's not. Because I'm thinking of all the other bourbons that we tried, and like usually if there's yeah, the, like a lot of anise or something in it, it's like you you feel it, like it's a burn, it's a spiciness. I'm yeah. just getting the coffee. That's all I'm getting. I'm getting at the that end. Coffee is if, if mean, that's the spice, that is not. I don't think that's spice. That that coffee taste. If maybe it's the pecan, candied pecan. Maybe. Maybe I don't know. I get what you're saying with like a coffee flavor in there. Mm -hmm. um, I did look up to see if Breaking Bourbon did anything on this, and they don't, so I okay. can't see if they have anything to say. So, yeah, it, it's good. Not great. Um, not like one of my top ten, but it's also not terrible, and I wouldn't be disappointed. Now, if you gave this to me, I'd be like, what the fuck is this? Oh, okay. Like I wouldn't be upset, but I'd also be like, "What did you get?" Oh. You know, like if I came over to your house and you're like, "Hey, try this," like I wouldn't be upset about it. I wouldn't be like, "Wow, you gave me some dog shit whiskey." Now, since you've tried this, like, what if like someone gave this to you? Which you would I'd just, drink it. You would drink I it. Be upset. Okay. I mean, I'm never. Rarely will I be upset if someone gives me bourbon. Okay. It's like my jam. Gotcha. But, um, yeah. So. Just to hop into some awards, they do have quite a few awards on this. Really? So they have, uh, they got a 93 points at the Ultimate Spirits Challenge in 2019. Hmm. They got a goal, uh, Craft Producer of the Year, Icons of Whiskey America in 2018. Now, I don't know if these are, this is Craft Producer, so it's probably their whole line. Mm -hmm. um, but still, um, they got Craft Distiller of the Year in 2014 from the same place. Spirits Business Grand Master 2016. Um, Grand Master in 2015. Sorry, it's really small lettering. Uh, they got a Master in 2013. And then um, Texas Distillery of the Year from the New York International Spirits Competition in 2017 and 2018. So, interesting. Yeah. Um, I, I I like it. I'm not disappointed in it. I think my rating is going to be a little interesting. But, uh, yeah. So do you want me to start with my rating? Yeah, let's go with your rating. I'll bring up Devo and 
Chris's ratings, and then I'll say my rating. I would give this a three. Okay. Just because, like, I think what saved me was the the aftertaste, like just getting the flavors towards the end. Mm -hmm. It does come in harsh, which can, you know, be bad or good for some people. I don't know. But I think, like, to what we talked about earlier, it it just meets that point where, like, it's interesting where you just have to try and figure out, like, especially after you read all that what's supposed to be in there, you're going to want to, like, look for more. And I think that's what, I mean, I would give it a three. I wouldn't, I don't know if I would have this, like, with me. Like, if someone was to bring in, I would share it with them. But I don't think I would buy this myself. Yeah, I think it would be one that you would buy for yourself. You wouldn't drink it on your own. Mm. And then the next time someone came by, you'd be like, what the fuck do you think about this? Yeah, okay. So you just yeah, like I keep they, it. Like yeah. it's not a terrible purchase because it kind of brings a different flavor to bourbon. And what was the price on this one? It was twenty nine ninety nine. Okay, so it's it's affordable. I don't. That's actually honestly not bad for the price. It's pretty good. If I buy a thirty dollar bottle and under, there are very few that I'm gonna be like, that was dog shit. Uh-huh. Uh, especially for the price point. You know, if you buy like a fifty dollar bottle, and it's not that great, you're like, mm. fuck, I spent fifty bucks on that. We can even go back to my. We talked about this a little before we started this podcast or this episode. I bought that Warbringer. Oh yeah, the Texas Mesquite smoked, or not Texas Mesquite smoked. It's actually in California. It's not terrible. Wait, the but it's weird. In yeah, it's in California. Oh okay. Um, and it's their cask strength version, and it is so fucking smoky. I'm so like it's the worst seventy bucks I've spent on a bottle, and I think I got a really good deal at Costco on it. Because I found it somewhere, I saw it somewhere else for 150 bucks. Now, can you? I would have, I would literally would have been so pissed if I paid 150 bucks for that. But would it taste better in an old fashioned? It might not be bad. I do mean to, tr- I've been meaning to try it in an old fashioned. <gasps> oh, God. There's a nice hiccup. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been struggling with them actually. Hiccups? The whole, yeah, the whole time. Have you? Yeah. Oh, man. I hate hiccups. Um, it's, but it's, yeah, it's just it's just not good neat. And I like to drink my whiskey neat. Right. Because my main way of drinking whiskey is neat. My secondary way is an old-fashioned. Mm. And my last, uh, really the only other way I generally drink whiskey is in a Coke. Oh, in the Coke? With Coke. So, but that's rare now. I mean, that's usually if I'm just like at a party and all they have is shit whiskey. And yeah. I just want something to sit there and not get trashed off of yeah because cheap whiskey either put with coke or you uh you shoot it really stuff that's not good yeah i've had some good cheap whiskeys but um like old tub was kind of a diamond in the rough i feel like for the price point at like 18 bucks didn't you have old tub were you not on that episode i thought you were pretty sure you were um but that one at like 18 to 20 bucks that's a hell of a deal okay yeah but yeah, so um, Chris's review. Chris mm-hmm. was not a big fan. Now, mind you, Chris isn't a fan of honey, so that oh, could okay. be part of it. So because it's heavy in honey, that could be it. Um, he gave it a two and a half. Okay. Devo gave it a three. Okay. And I gave it a three and a half. That's that's I, that's my rating. Okay. It's a three and a half on this. Um. I think it's intriguing and it kind of interests me enough to be like, it's kind of good, mm-hmm. but it's just not what I expected. And I think that's why it threw me off. 
if I wasn't a big like because I kind of like traditional bourbon. Yeah. Like I don't like things that are like way out of the norm. Like I like those traditional bourbon flavors and I feel like a lot of those aren't in here or they're hidden by these other flavors they brought in. Yeah. Not to say it's not bad, but I think it's it's kind of a it's, it's kind of an interesting change. It's unique to itself. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I would Yeah, that's what I would think of it. I'm just curious <clears throat> to have it like to have people like that don't drink bourbon or whiskey try this. They may like it a little more. Yeah. But I don't know if like because it doesn't burn. Like you don't get that burning. No, it doesn't sens- really sensation. Yeah, it doesn't have so the it's smooth. It's a little warm, but it's not like terribly warm. It's not like hot going down. You know, when you feel it going down every part of your, yeah, you know, yeah. from your throat to your stomach. I think I started feeling the warmth like after like the fourth sip. So it's not like it's going to yeah, warm you up right away. It's pretty mellow. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it's just one of those that I think you enjoy, but you don't love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't, I'd be really surprised if this was someone's go-to. Yeah, I can't see this as a go-to. Yeah, I mean, how I mean many there's other, so many good ones yeah, out there. Yeah, how many other bourbons are you going to pass up just to get to this one? Yeah, I mean, I could see it being like, this is the first bourbon someone had, and they have that like, that that, that memory of it being their first. Kind of like, you know how people get stuck on like Jack Daniels, and yeah, then they yeah. have other stuff, and they're like, wow, Jack's really not that good. Um, yeah, I, I don't I don't know. Well, to Well, to talk on that. I mean, have you had Gentleman Jack? Because all I talk to, like, all of... It's way better than Jack. Okay. Cause way better. Everyone I talk to at work, they all say, oh, I drink Gentleman Jack. And all I can think about is, like, the taste of Jack Daniels and just... Gentleman's not terrible. Okay. I actually did a blind taste test with Jack, Gentleman, and Single Barrel. Single Barrel. Yeah. So that's, like, their $45, $50 bottle. Okay. And I think there was another one. But maybe it was just those three. I think Gentleman's the best of those three. And Gentleman's like a 25 to $30 bottle. Oh, okay. It's not bad. Uh, but as you, uh, anyone that's listened to this knows, and you know, yeah. I'm not a Jack fan. No, I know. I, I was like, just, yeah. I was just curious. That's just like uh, how it tastes. Because that's all I hear about from people when I talk to them. Yeah, you should try it. I mean, it's not a bad purchase, I think. But if you're a bourbon fan, probably not going to love it. Yeah, no. You're gonna find a lot. Like you'd you'd be better off going with like an Elijah Craig, Larceny, Old Tub, um, Wild or Long Branch, Wild Turkey, even um, mm-hmm. Old Forester Hundred Bullet. Like those would all be better at the same price point. Yeah, or similar price points. I do. I would definitely put this like above the Knob Creek Smoked Maple, just because. Oh of, yeah, you said you had that recently. Yeah, that one I. I saw it. It was like right around the same price as Elijah Craig, right around there. Okay, like a twenty-five dollar bottle. Uh, it was twenty-eight. Twenty-eight, and I was like, oh, okay, Knob Creek, like smoked uh smoked maple. I was like, oh, this might actually. I was thinking it would be really good. <clears throat> it's, it was, too smooth in the fact that like it didn't have any. You didn't get the smokiness or anything. Interesting. And this at least provides that like aftertaste and yeah, it gives you good flavor. It's mm. just different flavor. Yeah, it's kind of a weird combination to be honest. Yeah, like after having the smoked maple, like after one glass, I, I felt like I was just drinking syrup. Just 
like I was in Canada or something. And it's not even Canadian. <laughs> um, so I think we've kind of beat this one into the ground. Do you want to hop over into our topics? Yeah. Oh, actually, before we get to that, what do you think about this in old fashioned? This would actually, I would be curious. Like, I'm okay. curious to see how this would taste in old fashioned. You know, I'm not like opposed to it, but I don't think it, I don't know if it would make a good one. No, because it's not spicy. Oh, you're right. That's my only thought. But I just want to get your thoughts on it because we do tend to say, like, would it be in a good in an old fashioned? Would it not? Dot, dot, dot. I'm curious to have Aaron try this. Just you should. Because uh, I can give you a flask of it and yeah, take home. I just want her to try it because uh, she may like it because yeah. it's a little sweeter. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty sweet for a bourbon. I think it's that honey just comes through. I think if you like honey, you'll probably really like this. Yeah. If you like honey and you like whiskey, this may be a good way to go, but it's not like getting like Jim Beam honey or Jack Daniels honey. It's not that sweet. It's not like they sweetened bourbon with mm -hmm. honey. They just had a lot of honey in the in the flavoring. Yeah. Yeah. So, um before I I think this week we're going to kind of hop through a few different topics. Yeah. The first one I want to bring up oh. is a very hot topic. In the news, and if you haven't seen it, um, Biden fell down the stairs going on to Air Force One. Oh, Not just once. No, he <laughs> fell down three times. And it's almost like one of those situations, because no one likes to see old people fall. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, it, it was kind of sad in a way, but it was, it was just, it's hard not to laugh at it. And it, maybe I'm an asshole for it, and if I am, you guys let me know, because... I, I well actually I know I'm an asshole so don't tell me just just let me know your thoughts on this because if I'm out of line thinking that it was funny let me know I um, I only saw the clip of him falling three times I don't I don't know did anyone help him up or did he have no a, he, no one helped him up really no one no oh, one. wow he was just walking up the steps by himself the president of the United States just falls and not a Secret Service agent I I mean he was like halfway up the stairs by the time it happened I don't know I think they stand at like the base of the stairs and at the top. But it was funny. He just like he fell once. He got up, went like two more steps, fell again, and then he got up, oh and then gosh. he, and then he did it again. Oh, jeez. Luckily, the top few steps were safe. But, dude, it just was like, oh my god, that's our president. <laughs> it's funny too because he kind of like goes up him like all jolly, and then he yeah. falls. Yeah. And then he goes up again, and he falls. Oh, and then he like tries to like trot up the next few steps, and then he falls, and then he like makes it up the rest of the way, and it's just like he looks so athletic doing it, and then he fell. Yeah. And then he, you know, and I mean that makes you think of all the times. I mean, I've I've fallen going upstairs quite a few times. Or you like miss the step, oh, or you yeah, get yeah. cocky, and you're like, "I'm gonna skip three steps," and then you catch the <laughs> catch the edge of the step, <laughs> yeah. and you almost the face plant into the yeah. yeah, yeah. I've done that plenty or, of times. Or, yeah, or you're wearing like a new pair of shoes, and the they're longer than what you're used oh, to, yeah. <laughs> and you catch your toe on the edge of the step or something, and you like go down. Or it's just more of like a the part of the shoe that just is like you don't have your feet all the way to the front, so it just catches it. Yeah, and it, I mean. I guess it's a good thing he fell going up and not down. Because, yes. you know, when people fall going up you just or going down, you just keep going down. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then that's when he breaks a hip. Yeah. Maybe I'm fucked up for saying that, too. No, but, no. you know, I, I always think, you know, and this is kind of, well, I don't know. I feel like hips, like elderly people falling 
And maybe, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe Joe Biden's not that elderly, but I kind of see him as elderly. He is the oldest president that we've had, right? He's like he's like your grandpa. Yeah, because even when he does the, I think he did one. Like he's he's a grandpa. Yeah, he did it, one press conference and he wasn't even sure like like where to go after. Like he he was done. He was just. They cut him off so much. They cut him. Yeah, they, they cut him off. He wants to answer questions, but they know that if they let him answer questions, Charles, he's like you at TGI Fridays in Vegas. They cut oh him my. off. Wait, what? <laughs> three drinks in, and they're like, "Nope, you're done." Yeah, dude, you did finish those three Jack and Cokes in like fifteen minutes. I I know you went through those quick, but yeah, they did. You're the that was only my first person. time going to Vegas with you guys. Was it? I think and you so. got cut off. Yeah, that's hilarious. Because I think I was like, I'm gonna go to Vegas with these guys. I gotta like drink, drink, drink. And I just started. There's drinking. nothing wrong with that. And yet, I guess in Vegas at DJ Fridays, off. you get cut you off get cut at off. three drinks. Quick, yeah, quick. I mean, they should have seen you were a bigger guy. You can hang, but yeah, who knows? They they could yeah. they could at least yeah. offered me a water and said, look, just drink the water and then I'll bring you another one. Like slow right? down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that that's true. But yeah. I just had to bring that up because that shit was, I, that made me laugh. You know, and if you go back to like uh, uh, George Bush's comment one time, it, oh, fool me guy? once, fool me once, shame on me. <laughs> fool me twice, can't fool me again. <laughs> I think that's how it went. It was but it, like, you know, that first step fooled, <laughs> fooled Biden. <laughs> Or not first step, like sixth, seventh step, tenth step. I don't know. I don't know how many steps. I think it seems like, like there are a lot a of quarter, steps going up to it. He was a quarter of the way up, I think. Yeah, he was. And then he was like halfway and then three quarters away. And then he was good. You, um, you just reminded me of when Bush, like, he wanted to leave. He was doing, like, some conference, like, in the yeah. Middle East. And he just got done shaking the guy's hand. And he went to the door. It was locked. So he just stood there. <laughs> oh, I didn't see that. <laughs> or, the, or the time that someone threw a shoe at him. And he ducked. Did he really? He was about to start speaking. Someone threw a shoe at him. And I did not they were about see to that. throw the second shoe and the Secret Service finally got the guy. Wow. Yeah. Hopefully he didn't throw Jordans. No, they Those were, are expensive. This, uh, they they look like um I want I don't want to say sandals. Like loafers? Yeah, like they were just huh. it was just, interesting. Yeah. Huh. Why yeah. would you waste your shoes? Well, this was, does that? This was the Middle East. This was oh, the war. Oh shit! So the people, oh, like oh, I, th- this was, I didn't. I thought you meant just in general. He, like, I think he was in like Iraq or somewhere, and you oh, know, over there they, they okay. They, yeah, they don't us, love us. Yeah, yeah, they do. They do not love us. Um, actually, I think we're one of the most hated countries in the world. But we won't bring that up. Um, at least yeah. we make good bourbon. That's true. Yeah, and you know what? No other country can make as good a bourbon as us. And it's one of our biggest exports. Well, and you know the reason they can't make as good a bourbon as us? They can't legally make bourbon. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> they don't make bourbon. They make whiskey. Yeah. Um, Sorry, that was just a little side note. But, yeah, that was just, that video just had me thrown. So. Yeah. I don't, I, I just kept watching people, like, put in, like, they kept replaying it, but putting, like, music, like, that made it, like, funnier him falling yeah and i mean that's like anything now right yeah. like there's one funny funny video and it goes viral with mm-hmm. like everything you know they like time the music to like all sorts of yeah you know to where he falls and then it's 
you know, and really we shouldn't be laughing about him falling, but it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I mean, the, it's just, it's funny. Watching people fall, I think the, the reason that it's so funny too is he didn't get hurt, so... Yeah, well, that's, know, that's and, the best thing, yeah. Yeah. He didn't, he didn't get hurt. You feel like a dick if you laugh at someone who falls and then they're hurt. Yeah. But if they didn't get hurt, I mean, maybe he did. Um, But, you know, if they don't get hurt, you know, yeah. go ahead and make fun of them. If I yeah. fall and I'm not hurt, make fun of me. Even if I fall and I'm hurt, go ahead and make fun of me because I look like I, I'm not... I do not fall gracefully. There was one guy um, last night I uh, when I took Aaron out to dinner... This guy, like, literally, he was wearing sandals, and he just tripped on the curb, and he almost, like, ran into us, and he was, like, twice my size. Oh, fuck. That's a big dude. Right. I'm guessing width, not height. Both. Oh, he was a big dude. Yeah, he was big, and he was wearing sandals. Like, he was... Yeah, so... But luckily, he caught himself. But like, That's good. Yeah, that's... I don't know, like, just tripping in general is just... I don't know. You could really hurt yourself. <laughs> yeah, I don't no know who shit. you are. No shit. Maybe Biden's um, just really light. Maybe he's light on his feet. Well, not light enough to make it up the first <laughs> up the one step. I mean, it's not like he was skipping steps. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Maybe in his head or something. I don't know. Yeah. I'm surprised no one did like a video of him with a helmet on <laughs> so that he could just like the next time he goes on Air Force One, they put like a helmet on him. Like a safety helmet. <laughs> <laughs> like a baseball helmet with a mask <laughs> like the metal face shield <laughs> like osha with a hard hat <laughs> they put a football helmet on him <laughs> it says it's like air force one helmet or something oh, i don't know it has God. like air force one on the side yeah oh maybe just uh no that wouldn't work i was gonna say a like a uh oh my god a jet helmet like the the guys who do the fighter jets with the mask in the front, but that helmet, his face would get all sorts of fucked up. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just, we shouldn't laugh about it, but it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah so on to other things, because otherwise I'm just going to keep repeating myself and keep laughing at myself because oh, yeah. it's fucking hilarious. So my big thing recently has been the bourbon hunt. And finding those, like, unicorn bottles without paying, like, five times the fucking price. Because in California, we have most alcohols. And we probably get as we probably get a good number of bourbons out here. But we also, it's so hard to find certain bottles. I'm wondering if it's so hard to find because people are at, like, well, being in California with the lockdowns, I think people were just buying them up. <laughs> They're just drinking. <laughs> right. Because have yeah. you seen Total Wine? Yeah, it's picked over. Yeah. I went the other, I went on Friday... And it wasn't bad, but I went like before five o'clock. Yeah, I think um, I forgot what day it was. Oh no, it was Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. When I, did one, the, when I did one of the Saturday episodes, I picked up the one of the bottles. I think it was the Double Oak or something. No, Four Roses. Yeah, I went to get Four Roses. Yeah. Literally went to their aisle. Like it looked like. Uh, like it almost looked similar to the way when the pandemic or yeah, pandemic first happened and we, you couldn't get toilet paper. Like I was like, yeah, yeah, I got you. Like yeah, it was it's... almost like you would see like all the good bottles were gone. Yeah. Just like you just had these other random bottles. Luckily I, four roses was still there, but you would think if it's an, uh, an alcohol made in the U S you could find it anywhere in the U S but that is not the case with, right. With bourbon. Like yeah. it's, it's hard to find now. Mm-hmm. A lot of it is what they'd consider to be allocated bottles. And if you don't know what that is, 
um, you, Charles, and the listeners, that's where they allocate like a, it's a, it's kind of a less distributed bourbon. So there's fewer bottles and they allocate it to certain locations and regions. and stuff. Yeah. Okay. And sometimes they'll do it based on how much you sell. Sometimes they'll do it based on like different things. Right. And those bottles, you know, these guys will get like one case of it in a whole season. Okay. And so that's why it gets really hard in, in California, I'm starting to see, I, I, I can find the bottles that I want. Right. But like, I really want Stag Jr., which I believe is about a $60 bottle. Uh-huh. 60, maybe 70. And these places that I can find it at are charging like 260. And I'm like, fuck that. I'm not about to pay 260 for this. I'll wait until all this calms down. Right, right, right. And we start having a little more and then I'll buy it. But, mm-hmm. and I'm still looking for it. Like I'm trying to like, hit up BevMo when they get some or this store or that store when they get some. But the more I look at it, like there are all these smaller liquor stores in California. Yeah. But they, they're going to upcharge it. Yeah. Whereas if you go to like BevMo, they have like set pricing. If you go to total wine, they have set pricing. So finding them there, you're going to get it close to retail. If you find it somewhere else, you're going to pay more. Mm-hmm. Unless you get really lucky and the guys are just really cool guys, not trying to like nickel and dime everybody to death. Yeah. But on that same topic, if you are newer to bourbon, don't go looking for those bottles. There's so many good bottles out there that are not expensive and they are not allocated. Like you don't need to spend $250 for a bottle of Stag Jr. Yeah. Go out there, buy, you know, Old Forester, 1910, Old Forester, 1920, 1897. Old Forester lines you can find, and they're great bourbons. Well, weren't you talking about one time that, that someone wanted to charge you, like, almost $300 for Weller? Oh, yeah, $160 for a liter bottle of Weller Antique 107, which yeah. I believe is a 35 or $40 bottle. Yeah. That's the MSRP. And, yeah, they wanted 160 for a liter bottle. Now... On that same note, I found a new local watering hole. Oh, really? And uh, it's it's a it's like a Mexican market, but it's actually owned by Middle Eastern guys, and it's Super King. Well, and it's in oh, Super King, Southern yeah. California, and they actually have a really good liquor area, but they still have some upcharged bottles. So, like, okay. my parents actually picked up Weller Special Reserve in a liter bottle. It's seventy dollars, which is well over MSRP. I think it's about double the MSRP. Okay. But, you know, my parents, unlike me, like, I'll go spend time, and it's kind of fun for me to go hit up five liquor stores in a weekend. They don't really care that much. Like, they'll just, you know, if they want to try it, they'll buy it, you know, and teach their own. I mean, Mm. and that's their right. Like, they don't drink a lot. I drink, you know, a good amount more than they do. Yeah. So why, you know, why not enjoy it? Try something different. Um, I am guilty on a couple bottles that I paid a little over MSRP for. I did pay 70 for Colonel E.H. Taylor mm-hmm. small batch, which I think is like a 40 to $50 bottle. Correct me if I'm wrong. Anyone that's in a state that uh, is like state regulated alcohol because they don't upcharge. So, so that's what's the benefit the, there. So what's the difference between a state-regulated system compared to ours? So you have to go to a state, like you have to go to a state liquor store. Oh, the state runs? I think so. I'm not 100% sure, but it has to be like approved by the state for liquor, which I mean all of them do, but like the state has control over it. 
Oh, wow. So that's why, you know, they get fewer bottles. But if you can find it and you're lucky enough to find it, mm-hmm. you'll get it at MSRP or close to it. Yeah. So there's that. So that's a good and a bad, right? Because right. in those situations, they can get it cheaper, but Less if they supply. want a certain bottle, exactly, or, you know, more people are going to buy it at that price, whereas, okay, would there be a $70 bottle of Weller on the shelf? Probably not. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not going to be, there's, you're going to be less likely to find those bottles, but yeah, it's just crazy. It's kind of fun trying to find these bottles. Like I used to, well, before pre COVID, I used to bowl a lot and now there's no bowling because all our bowling alleys are closed. I'm really mad at all the states that are they going to even come back. Well, I mean, that's a great question because Uh, Bolero is a pretty big corporation, so I don't think they're going to close, but like these mom-and-pop bowling alleys, the they're few that are around. left are probably not going to stick around. Yeah. Um. But so I used to do that. I used to golf a lot, and I still can, but just with time, the podcast, like I don't have the time to go bowling or golfing mm-hmm. on the weekends. It's time-consuming, even though I love golfing, and I'd love to kind of get back into it, but it, the time and the money for it now... I mean, all that money has basically gone into whiskey now, but yeah. Um, but yeah, it's kind of like my hobby now is to try and find these bottles, find like a new diamond in the rough. Right. So, but it's kind of fun. It's kind of weird. Um, if you're new to it, just try and do your research. Find the bottles you're looking for. Don't just go and buy a bottle just to buy a bottle. Like, find something you really want and try and find it at the right price. Don't just sit there accepting a $260 bottle. Yeah, no. Because you can find plenty of good bourbons under 50 bucks. Well, even like with the, I don't know if you, there's an app like or a company, Drizzle, that delivers mm-hmm. alcohol. And I was like, oh, maybe I could, they had Weller available. So I was like, oh, maybe I could have it delivered. So it, they were going to charge me 30 bucks for Weller, right around that price. Plus the, there was a service fee of 12 bucks, delivery fee of 15 bucks. Oh, and then they actually t- had Weller at that price, though? Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. But I at the same time, too, I was like... And it was one of the... What's that liquor store that's over here off of uh, Le- cent- Central? I don't Bebmo? know. No. no. There was some liquor store I was like, forget it. I know where it's at. I'll just go in there and pick it up. And then I walked in there and I asked the guy and he didn't have it. Mm-hmm. So it kind of threw me off because the website said that they had it at that location. Weird. So I don't know if like some of these people are just holding it just because they know they can upcharge it. Well, I think there is that. I mean, I think some people use it as like a way to get people in if right. they know that you have it. Yeah. And then it's at that price point. They're like, you. they might find that person to pay the amount, but $170 for a bottle that's like really, or 150 160 whatever it was. Yeah. I'm just like, fuck that. And then the guy tried to sell me on the fact that it's a liter bottle and not seven fifty. I'm like, dude, fly a kite. That's an extra, that's one third of the bottle extra. And you're charging five times the price. You told him that? For it. No, I wanted to tell him to oh. fuck off. But I was just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes it so much better. Like, yeah. dude, really? If no. I tried to do that at Dick's Sporting it, someone would have slapped me. Yeah. No, I've been, I've been trying to find, I've just been scouting like certain liquor stores just to see what they have selection wise. Gotcha. Hey, um, I know, I know you're eyeballing the, uh, bullet tenure so if you want to drink that instead of the other you can pour what you have left in here i'll drink okay. the rest 
Um, I am interested to see what you have to say about bullet tenure. We may do an episode on it later, but I was honestly, I was a little disappointed in it, but we'll see. Super King, Super King had a really good deal on it. It was 30 bucks for a bottle of what's that? That was a better pop than smaller tip. (laughs) Motion of the ocean. It's not about all about size, but sometimes, you know, big things come in small packages like big pops. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, I think it's been kind of fun and, you know, kind of seeing what other people find. And then I've found some good websites. There's one called Dan the Bourbon Man. Dan the Bourbon Man. Yeah, and he has a map. And you can, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of like slick deals where you can post like finds you found, mm. like good deals, but you can post like bourbons you found. And then, you know, other people know it's there. That's how I found a couple deals on bourbons that I yeah. was looking for. Um, and yeah, it's kind of a cool thing. So I, I honestly, I check it out like daily because I'm like, if stag's available, I have to find it that day or the next, like, cause you know, it's going to be gone. Yeah. yeah. I talked to the guy at BevMo that had the stag junior at one point. I think it was like the 13th they had it. I went on the 15th. They're like, dude, it was gone the same day. I'm oh, like, holy shit. How do these people know? I don't know. That's the thing. I think is there you have like to some know people. like like secret dark web communication for bourbon? Like just <laughs> maybe <laughs> you got like spies inside all these liquor stores and dude. Seriously, I'm feeling like I just need to like camp out. I need to get oh, in geez. good with somebody and like see like, hey, when do you guys get your shipments? Like, would you give me a heads up if you see any of these bottles? But who the fuck's gonna do that for me? We don't buy enough from like one single place to make it worth their time. I thought I thought about just working part time at Total Wine just so I could have access to their database. I know because I would, maybe I could like if I was in that situation, I would just order, like you know, just do a special order. Yeah, and I love Liquorama by us, but they even upcharge for some of these bottles. They want like four hundred dollars for Weller Foolproof, which is like an eighty hundred dollar bottle. So it, it's kind of like I don't want to ask them because they're going to charge me way more than I want to pay. Right. Like I want to find it for MSRP, and I think that's part of it. Like if I find that fucking bottle, I'm going to be stoked. You know, I'm going to be like, I found it for close to MSRP. I'm not going to be like, hey, I got it for $260. No, I'm not excited about that. I'm excited finding it we close might just to have MSRP. To, maybe we should just start our own liquor store and just do all the special <laughs> orders and just sell it. Yeah, that's expensive. Yeah, you have to have all the licenses. I know. I even thought about that. I'm like, ah, oh. but then just think buy an about, established like, one that has think all about, the license. Think about these though, like even a smaller liquor store. Think about how much money of inventory they have. Oh yeah, that's a lot of money. Like you, unless you're just a baller, like the average person can't start that. But maybe who knows? Maybe maybe cool. I'd I'd love to own a liquor store. I'd probably end up like, hey, that's the price. Yeah, I'll take a bottle of that. I'll take a bottle of that. I'm gonna just cut into all of our profit. Just taking bottles. No, we would just separate your bottles <laughs> from everyone else's. <laughs> right? <laughs> because I'm sure that some of these places like they probably put in an order, like you get like a case and I'm like, Okay, just one bottle for you, Rob, the rest for the store. Right. Yeah, but still like that would be dangerous. Or you might have just come back and like, No, wit- Charles, I'll take three. You leave the other three for the store. I'm like, oh shit, all right. Yeah, and if you follow us on TikTok, you've seen my uh liquor shelf expand. Um if you haven't seen it recently, um it may or may not have expanded kind of significantly to where it looks the same, but mm-hmm. little did you know there are a lot of bottles not on there. Where is it? 
ton of volume. <laughs> Fuck. It's getting, I showed up. I'm like, shit, a lot has changed. Yeah, it's been like three weeks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Maybe a month. I don't know. But, but speaking of bourbon, the one thing I've been having trouble to find, well, like going to wedding venues, is to, I asked for their list of drinks that they do at the bar. Mm-hmm. They wanted to... They, like they don't have good bourbon or whiskey, and I'm like, yeah, I, that's I, tough. I told Aaron, I was like, I need to find a place that we either I we bring the bourbon, yeah, where they allow you to bring your own, yeah, because it's just like, I want like my guests to have like a good time. I want you guys to have like good bourbon, dude. Uh, we've been good enough at sneaking in flasks. Don't worry about us. We got that. We no. got that covered. <laughs> it's fine. I'll. I <laughs> no. will no, don't worry about it. No, it won't cost that much. I mean, because like the one venue that we were at, that they said it was fine. You could bring your own beers. And oh, gotcha. You, but they said that it has to stay behind the bar. So I was like, oh, okay, like so you get like a couple good bottles, whatever, good variety, um, put it behind the bar, and then um, just have all the beer behind the bar, and yeah. Um, some of these fucking venues are just fucking expensive. Yeah, we can hop off of a. Uh hunting bourbon hunting and you can tell us a little bit about this because our listeners do know that you're about to get married or you're in the process yeah you're engaged looking at venues all that kind of fun stuff let us know how that's gone uh it's not going as best i thought it would be considering the fact that we have like aaron and i have to really search for a place because we want to get married in like february or march that's what we're hoping to get 2022 yeah 2022 well like there's nothing available this year yeah well i mean there was a couple dates but aaron doesn't want to she doesn't want that early so she wants more time got it yeah so it was just um one of those things where uh the, the some of these venues are just super expensive and the fact that like i don't know if they're raising their prices due to the fact that they probably lost money because of covid or the fact that they're that so be. they're so backed up that um, they couldn't book anymore, and well, that would, someone will pay it. Yeah, yeah, because it's just more of like you know you you still have it's people like bourbon. that are, yeah. <laughs> so like the supply went down, but the demand is still there. Um, yeah, it was just one of those things. And the one thing I kind of learned was uh, from the first venue that we went to, it was in Temecula. I mean, we Aaron and I both liked it. It was nice, you know, plenty of horses around, which Aaron loves horses. And, you know, they asked like, oh, what's your, you know, what's your budget? And, you know, we told them our budget. But of course, like, like thinking back at it, we should have like lowballed it because then they would have gave us packages at that price. Oh, gotcha. You know, that's what I was thinking. Instead of like upselling you into another. Right. So like I told Aaron, like for now on that, when we go to these venues that we're going to tell them like whatever our budget is, we're just cutting it in half. So it's just, I don't know. We're, we're still looking and um, I think we're leaning towards more of uh, venues that allow more flexibility about like bringing drinks and bourbons. and Yeah, I could see that. Cause some of them that we've reached out to that they said, no, no, you have to have what we provide and then that's it. Oh like, shit! Like it was all like there was one place that's like they did everything. It was all inclusive, like a whole package, and you know the food was fine. Yeah, but the drinks. I mean, I'm not gonna have. And it wasn't even like they provided the drinks. You had to pay for it. So they were gonna pay you like uh, 
you had to pay 12 bucks for like two ounces of Jack. No, I'm not going to do that. So. Yeah, that's definitely a challenge. Yeah. But so it's going well, but you're still trying to find that hot spot. Yeah, we just got to find a venue. Because I feel like the we got to find a venue, set the date, and then plan everything else out. Yeah. There's no point of planning if we don't have a date or a place. And if any of our listeners are listening to this and you guys have recommendations or somewhere in SoCal to go, hit us up. I'll let Charles know even if he's not on an episode. And uh, we can talk about it with him and we'll let you know how it goes. Yeah. Because I'm sure they're looking for it. Now, you guys are looking like somewhere between like Temecula and San Diego, right? Uh, kind of in like a more like scenic area as opposed to like uh, metro. I would I would say like our we were kind of more focused on San Diego, but now we've kind of moved that for like Southern California, like kind of because I don't I mean, I don't want to push. I, I mean, at this point, I don't want the engagement to be like two years. I mean, yeah, the I one place that. that we were at, they were like the early state that they had available on a good day. Like if we didn't want to have a wedding on a Monday. Oh, yeah. If you wanted to have a wedding on a Friday or Saturday or Sunday, like it was in June of 2022. Shit. And these were people that were like, as we were touring, like doing the tour, there was like three other couples like touring it as well. Yeah, I got you. Well, you know, if you do, I know you're mentioning that you're trying to kind of cut down your list of invited people. You could always put it on a Monday. It's going to lower that number. And the people that really care will be there. Well, the the Monday that they were trying to get us to, like, for the uh, one of the venues was uh, President's Day. Oh shit! Yeah. Well, at least people are off. Yeah, that's why they were, and it they said it was cheaper. Interesting. So, so they said it's it was probably because a lot of people go on vacation. Yeah, and they said it was cheaper, and uh, that was uh, the other Monday was uh, Valentine's Day, but they said they already had like oh. people bidding or wanting that day. That's interesting. Um. But yeah, they said uh, President's Day, and I was like, oh, well, you know, they were all trying to get us to go for it, but I was like, I think it would be good, but just because everyone would have that day off, and then yeah. you could ask the next day off, like request that off yeah, or whatever. True, true. Um, but yeah, it's just just finding... It's crazy. Yeah. Days available. Yeah. Are I you giving it, other than the whiskey side, are you kind of just open to wherever, or are you kind of opinionated on where? I'm kind of just open. Okay. I could, like, to me, it's not. I'm not so concerned about where the wedding is at. I'm more concerned about like who's going to be there, what we're going to do. Like, you know, I want my, I want everyone to have a good time. So I'm more concerned about the environment that we're going to be in. I can tell you from uh, Devo, Chris, and my mindset, we'll have a good time regardless. So okay. don't stress about us. Um, Assuming we're invited, but yes, you're invited. (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah, we'll have fun. Don't as as of right now, you're as long as Pony is one of the songs. Oh god, that's all I need. (laughs) Pony, well, genuine. Well, that's the thing. Like, so one of these venues, like most of these venues, have their own DJ. So they they contract. Oh, then they charge extra for that shit. Yeah, so they charge extra for the DJ, but they did say like the DJ gives you like this huge list of like different songs so like you know obviously they give you a little more flexibility they give you more flexibility but yeah they um one of the venues wanted to you know they said oh we do this like horse carriage ride like 
but like I was like Aaron like immediately like fell in love with it but then like her sister is a wedding planner so like we sent all the information to her sister and her sister's like literally you're gonna pay like six hundred dollars for like a two minute ride because it's just gonna take you away and it's not like it's taking you away far away it's just gonna take you you know to your car to your car I got gotcha. you. Or your room, whatever. Yeah. So it was just, yeah, it's just one of those things. It's just like, you don't need the extra stuff. I would say like, if you're going to go for a wedding, just, you don't need to get the extra stuff that they're going to, that they offer. Yeah. It's interesting because there's that fine line. Like, obviously this should be like one of the best days of your life. Right. It should be memorable. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, like all the money you're putting out for it, it's like, what could you have spent that on? And it's like this fine line, like you want it to be the best day, but you also don't want to go into debt, assuming that like maybe some people can have the most extravagant wedding because their family's wealthy, blah, blah, blah. But the majority of us have maybe, you know, middle, even if it's middle upper class, but you know, that, that range, who's, who's going to go out and spend like 40, 50, 60, hundred grand on a wedding and it's like, shit, what could you put that toward? You know, that's a, half of that's a down payment on a house. Yeah, and that's the that's thing, too, is that there's a show out now that, oh, we'll, we'll pay for your wedding or we'll pay for your down payment on a house. Oh. So they make the couple choose. I actually knew a couple. Um, it was my brother's friend uh-huh. and his wife or his girlfriend at the time. Her parents said, hey, we'll either pay for a nice wedding or we'll pay for a small wedding, no no frills, and you can put the rest of it toward a down payment. And he, my buddy's or my brother's friend, was like, down payment, down payment, down payment. Right. His his fiance was like wedding, wedding, wedding. Oh. Um, I don't think we need to discuss who won in that fight, but it they they got the nice wedding. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> um That's the but, that's the thing too, is like, cause I know um I'm in this, the same situation, but not like exactly the same situation, but like, it's more of like, um, just the fact that I don't know. I just think it's a lot. Weddings are a lot. Like they're very expensive. Why can't they just be fucking simple? Like I just like, they don't need to be like, I don't know what the fuck they're just charging so much. Yeah. I mean, they're charging. Well, you have the certain locations that right. charge because they know they can. Yeah. Or because it's high demand for that location. Exactly. Yeah. And then you have some locations that, you know, it, they, they're they more fair, but it's still not cheap because you think, like, you have to feed. We'll just say, I, I don't know what the average wedding is, but it's probably between 75 and 100 people. Right. Well, not, like, yeah, or sometimes like 100. Well, right now our our list of people is like 145. Holy shit. And I'm trying to get that down to 125, and oh, it's okay. mostly Aaron's side that has. She has most of the people, just because I don't. Yeah. I mean, I have my friends, I have you guys, I have my mom, my brother. Like I'm not even. Yeah. And that's another thing too is like having to decide who's going to go and who's not going to. Yeah. Like who's not invited. Well, and I think Aaron's a nicer person than we are, and we'd be like. Yeah, not inviting them. Fuck that. That's how much? Yeah, 40 bucks? Yeah, she's... Yeah, no, the, yeah. that person's not going. I don't like them enough to, for 40 bucks. Yeah. And then, you know, you get that, like, kind of, like, twisted side of you, and you're like, hey, they have some money. Don't love them, but, hey, 40 bucks may turn into a $125 gift. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not I, trying to be a dick, but... I don't know. You know I, ju- you I, just, those. 
I I'm kind of at the point like I want people at my wedding that have been in my life and that I fair that I talk to like fair. I'm not gonna if I haven't talked to you in like years you're not invited to my wedding I'm sorry yeah like it's I get just that like and I even told like Aaron there was a couple people that she invited and I was like do we really need to invite these people yeah and I told her I'm like I don't want any shit happening like because knowing me. I mean, starting starting punch Chris. I mean, I don't know what I'm gonna fucking do. If yeah, and you like Chris. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It's just like, um, but I think also too, some of these places, if they offer a buffet, like it's better to go with the buffet style. I think. I don't know. I tried to get the buffet because it just provided more food. Some of these venues. I could see that. Um... But then again, I haven't I been to any weddings. So. I did go to a wedding that had like family style. Uh-huh. So they put out like, they had like a big ass bowl of spaghetti. Right. So it was kind of buffet, but it wasn't completely. Like they had a, a main meal. But I, I could see that. Like a buffet is nice. The only downside is like having to get everybody, like organize everybody. Oh, I got you. <laughs> I mean, we're all adults and you'd think we could figure out how to do lines, but it just doesn't. Well, not lines of Coke. Um, Like lines. <laughs> Um, like standing in line, yeah, but yeah. people struggle with that. Um, but yeah, I get that. I, I like that idea too, because that way, I mean, you don't have to figure out what everybody wants to eat. Yeah. Well, you on, give them, you on give them one that, option. Yeah. And on top of that, well, no, well, the, these get, places were giving like, you choose like two entre, like two, two meats, two, two meat, two, yeah, like whatever, yeah, two veggies or whatever. And, and I was more of thinking like, well, you know, I want there to be plenty of food just in case that people are having too much to drink. I get that. So, and you're an eater. Yeah. You like to eat. Yeah, I yeah, I like to eat. Yeah. I probably would end up like ordering a pizza while I'm there probably too. Fair. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. But I mean, who doesn't want pizza? I mean shit, you know, I've heard of weddings having the in and out truck. Oh, like cater? Yeah. Well, like the in and out truck comes to their wedding. That's pretty badass, but you can't do that at most locations. No, you can't, no. Yeah, you have to go to like a private, like, I've seen some at like borderline like farms. We don't have many farms out here anymore, but like, like, like ranches. out in the, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's maybe no ranch anymore, but they have a bunch of property and they have like a barn and, yeah, and yeah. then they do the wedding there. And those are pretty cool because they don't care what you do. It's private property. Right, so you right. can bring your own alcohol. Yeah. And they don't have, you know, the insurance that, you know, declares that it's just it makes it easier yeah there's more freedom to it yeah mm-hmm. i know that's so, a, that's another thing too is like just trying to figure that out too um but i don't know we still we we just gotta search i just hope we find a place yeah i know right and well and you kind of are in that time crunch because it's hard to find a place by in the first in you know the first three months of 2022 yeah and now you're you're kind of in a time crunch yeah where the longer you wait the harder it's going to be yeah and aaron and i don't really want to wait like we don't want to have that long of an engagement so yeah i get that that makes sense you guys want to live together you know yeah. you guys want to start your life together it makes sense yeah but yeah so moral of the story is if you're gonna get married now probably don't <laughs> yeah <laughs> i would wait or you know talk it over if you can wait yeah um yeah I wait just... until covid kind of comes over well, when, and... it, when the fuck is covid gonna I end don't know, i don't know man it's crazy it's uh 
it seems like, you know, I mean, a lot of companies thought like three months and they're like, okay, y'all are going to work from home for three months. And, and now then come it's back. like, yeah. And then it was like, Oh, uh, probably another three months. And then it's like, Oh, probably another three months. I mean, my company told us in our last update, we don't know when you guys are coming back. Every time we try and guess we're wrong. So we're just going to tell you in advance when it is, but we don't know when. Is that because of the like government or it's just what well, is... I think for like safety, um, oh, okay. when all the, you know, and right now they're saying, you know, we have so many, uh, vaccines that have been out, but our number keeps increasing. So oh, in the state, yeah, in in oh, because in you're the US, it, huh? Well, I'm not anymore, but uh, because places are open now, oh, so, so I don't have kinda, to really like yeah. businesses are open, so my business like it it's fine. Yeah, yeah, but it's more like just the cases in general are increasing. There are a lot of reports on it right now. Like, hey, we got out these vaccines, but the numbers aren't decreasing. Yeah, and who knows? I mean. You can't really force people to get a vaccine. Yeah, no, you can't. Um, I'm be surprised if they try to. I um, mean, I don't know things with how things have been. They might. I mean, the vaccine's even messing with my company. We can't even get the supplies we need. We can't get really? the vials for our medicine. Oh, shit. And my company even offered the our vendor. They would pay like my company was offering to pay triple the price. Oh shit! And the vendor said, "Sorry, we." Like they sold out of everything because the government is coming in and buying up, you know, they're buying these vaccines because they want to get everyone vaccinated. But we can't produce That's the medicine nuts. that we need to produce for other customers because we can't get the vial. That's crazy. Yeah. It's it's nuts. This I mean, the the world is a crazy place right now. Um, it's kinda weird. I kinda think like, okay, we've been to Vegas and we've eaten inside. But other than that, I haven't eaten inside of a restaurant in California since probably February of last year. Yeah, I would say the same. Well, I mean, uh, in Orange now County. Now things are starting to open back up. Orange indoor. County, they're letting you in a yeah. little bit, not completely. Yeah. And I wonder, like, you're like, oh, that's great. At least restaurants will be able to make it now. But now you have to think they used to be packed full on a Friday night. Now you can only have half of the people now. Yeah, of course they still have as many people wanting to get in, Yeah, but you can still only serve half the people. If right. it's, if it's even half, I don't even know if it's half that can go in. So the government's making it in a way where either they break the law and allow more people to be in there. Well, and which how much, float. how much is the penalty? Cause you have to weigh that cost benefit analysis. Exactly. It's, it's crazy. And it, I mean, it, I don't know. I, obviously we want to keep everybody safe. But there is that fine line of like, hey, this is someone's livelihood. Right, right. And a lot of these workers, like, you know, people that are waiters, waitresses, that, you know, they make a good wage and that's how they've made their wage. And, yeah. you know, they may have lost their jobs. It's just crazy. Like, I'm fortunate I didn't lose my job. Actually, everyone that's on our podcast and has been on our podcast yeah. is fortunate in that way. But there are a lot of people out there that are struggling because they can't have their own job and even if they can't well i guess chris is unemployed but he was uh prior to covid and just had a hard time finding a job once covid hit too yeah but um yeah it's just crazy like i would go nuts if i was unemployed yeah i, I don't know what i would do i i are, i'm wondering are you allowed to like leave the state while you're collecting unemployment 
Uh, not permanently. Okay. I mean, you could so you leave temporary, you... like if you went on vacation or like left to another state to go like hang I'm... out. But if you move to another state, you'd have to apply for their unemployment. Oh, okay. Okay. That's why I was wondering, like, like unless it's a federal thing, but I don't think it is. I think I mean, it's a statewide. In this situation, if I was a lot, if I was to lose my job, I would just pick up and just leave the state. I mean, because California is just one of the strictest states, in my opinion, of what I thought. You know, there are a lot of goods in California. California is a trap. Because once you're here, it's hard to leave. Yeah. Yeah. And then it also is a trap because everyone wants to come here still. Wasn't there like a ton of people still leaving or no? Yeah, there are like a lot of California. And I think Texas is kind of upset. Like they don't like Californians. Oh, yeah. No, no. Because everyone goes there. They, like I, my. Uh, Arizona too. I, I, I've talked to my family in Texas. They fucking hate Californians. Because we're kind of like snobby. Yeah. And then we, we think that our way is the best. And then we don't like how they do things. And it's like, well, you decided to move there. Get the fuck over it. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, there's not a freaking Starbucks on every corner. Yeah. Yeah. My family was just more concerned about the political side of things. Well, they there's that too. They don't want it to turn into a Californian or California. Yeah, I So it's just more of their, they just hate it. Yeah, a lot of states don't like Californians going there. And also, too, like, um, they have said that, Cal- like, Californians have driven up, like, the real estate prices. Like, wherever states that they go, they're just driving up. Well, absolutely, because it's more, you know, demand. demand yeah. And then Californians, our houses are more like, expensive. More so, expensive. So we're used to paying a higher price, so we're just going to go out there and just. So, you know, you find a 2,000-square-foot house in California even not in a main area, unless you live out in the, you know, bumfuck Egypt out here, um, you're paying 500 grand for it. Yeah. Well, you could go to Texas, you know, Tennessee, a lot of Midwest states and you could find a similar house for about 300, 350 grand. Yeah. So now they're like, well, shit, you know, my wages aren't going to get cut that much. Yeah. No, why not go out there? We can all, you know, by the time, you know, housing prices have gone up so much here you're gonna probably have equity in your house mm-hmm. so you could buy it like almost outright so it doesn't matter how much you make right <laughs> you know right. i mean it's it's crazy but i don't know it's just a crazy time yeah kind of fun to talk about it kind of annoying i don't know it's just it's just making things difficult yeah i just like especially right now trying to plan a wedding i think it's just like yeah, I can imagine that. We stuff. we go to venues and we're like, okay, like we have to go see another venue. And now it's like, and it's not like I'm still working. And some weeks I'm working six days a week. So it's like, yeah. you know, I'll have to leave right after work to go meet up with Aaron, go to a venue. And that's the last thing you want to do. And then tomorrow, go to a venue. Yeah. And like, I think tomorrow we're going to two venues. Oh, shit. So like one is in Ventura. And then yeah. the other, I think the other one's like, I don't know, like somewhere in Orange County at a different time. It's just. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, that's tough. Well, I wish you the best of luck. Yeah. And I'm sure our listeners do, too, because they're amazing people. Yeah. Yeah. So um, just uh, to give you guys a heads up or actually let us know what you guys think on the whiskey, on our topics. Mm -hmm. Just reach out to us. Ask us questions. We love to hear from you guys. Um. If you have any questions that you want us to answer, if you have any topics you want us to talk about it, also let us know. You can reach us on social media, Instagram, it's Whiskey Biz Podcast. And remember that's cask with a K 
because whiskey comes in a cask. Um, whiskey biz podcast on TikTok, and then for our email, it's whiskeybizpodcast at gmail.com. You can reach out to us in any of those ways. If you guys are feeling generous and want to donate, uh, or not donate, but well, donate uh, financially, our Patreon is up. You can set up, uh, or you can uh, set up uh, monthly payments to so, us to help us uh, kind of cover the cost of the whiskey, the business, everything like that. We do have the 18, 20, and $22 tiers. Um, 18, you get a shirt every two months after, or you get it the, your first shirt after the second month of you paying for the Patreon uh, donation. And we will give you a special logo shirt. So something you can't get from our site. Um, and then 20, you get a shirt or hat. 22, you get a hat, shirt, or hat, or a shirt, or a long sleeve, or a hoodie. Uh, Chris is much better at this, but I'm trying to fill in for him. Um, and yeah, we'd love to hear from you guys. We really appreciate you guys listening. Um, Charles, I think you're going to take over for Devo today. Yeah, keep it neat, friends. Woo! Woo!